reconnected it. Everything's fine now. <clears throat> I did that. I did that on my purpose. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Antenna, bitch. Mama told me never lose, cause baby, you a winner. I was lurking around his block, he was lurking on my Twitter. As a trap with the Glocks, nigga, take a babysitter. I was just trying to shine like some motherfucking glitter. I was under rugs with my cuz, trying to rob a plug. Lit bitch hit me up, she want love, I ain't showing up. I said, bitch, I'm a rug rat, I don't know how to love back. Nipsies in them dub sacks, girl, that's where my love at. Glock in my hand, if a nigga run up on me, it's a rap like Saran. Chopper in the trunk, Glock in my hand, if a nigga run up on me, it's a rap like Saran. That should be our theme song. We both got Glocks. I don't got a chopper in my trunk, but if a nigga run up on me, it is a rap like Saran. Absolutely. <laughs> What's up, dog? How you doing? Man, excellent. How are you, my boy? Oh, you know. <clears throat> popping Living, bottles. Popping bottles, fucking bitches. I ain't getting no bitches right now. I'm bitchless. We said like five episodes ago you was gonna stop saying the word bitch. Yeah, we I I've cut it I've cut it out the past few episodes that we've been doing. I haven't said bitch as much. Really? I think so. I gotta go back and yeah, re listen. Shit. That might I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like it I is. feel like you have actually been better about it. I don't think you really actually care. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want people to think that I actually think that they're bitches. <clears throat> yes, you do. Well, our new mic setup makes it hard to pass stuff across the table, but the audio sounds way better. So, so that's a good trade-off. Before I pour up, um, I'm gonna let you go ahead and pronounce what we're drinking on today. Yoel got. Yeah, I would have fucked that all up. Oh God. Hey, drop that beat. <clears throat> I think Paul does that, so he feels important. Hello, buddy. I am recording. How are you? We just got done talking about your foreskin. What? I got you. We got you for the royalties. I'm not going to name you, but if anybody knows your voice, you, you fuck. <laughs> oh, dead. I would say I cut out, but. I would cut this part out, but we kind of in the middle of recording it. You just gonna have to take that. We wasn't really talking about your foreskin, but now we are. <laughs> now we are. What you on later? I'll, I'll cut this part out. You'll be okay. Oh yeah, I, I'll call you when we done recording. I, I'll show you what we talking about. All right, you're fired, Love you. Love you, bro. But I'm not cutting. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm not cutting that I just up. had to make him feel more comfortable. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. See, why do I always pronounce shit wrong? Like, Emily be catching me. I would have said, Joel Gott. I don't even know if I pronounced it right I think way. you I, did. I, Yoel Gott. Yoel Gott, 815 Cabernet Sauvignon. That's a good, this is a good wine. This is a good mid-price wine for anybody out there that's looking for a red. It's not cheap. It's this. You, so, if you go to, like, any restaurant, for the most part, that's what the, if you ask for a cab, they'll give you a Joel Gott. So what's a bottle of this run? Uh, like twenty bucks a pop. The, the problem is that at stores, you know how they, or at restaurants, they'll sell it to you for twenty dollars a fucking glass. I hate that. Boy. I hate that shit too. 
Fuck Let me run in. This is a Cabernet 2019 from. Uh, it's a mix from Lodi and uh, Napa, California. So anybody that's familiar with Reds, uh, Lodi and Napa are two, like two common places where they get the the grapes for Cab and uh, Merlot. It's actually really fucking good. Have you already tasted it? Yeah, I just took a taste. I had to. Then I was thirsty. My boy, cheers up. We got to get some better crystal. Yeah. So we can team. This my, I haven't had a glass of wine in like a month. So this is, is it like, true about the legs? They say if it's got good legs that run in the glass, it's good wine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want to act like I'm fancy. Dang. Hey, can you start having cheese and crackers when I start coming up? I'm not a cheese and crackers with wine. Man, guy. let me be basic. Damn. That's for white bitches. Exactly. That's I don't see I, you holding it like a basic bitch though. Your well, glass. Well, you know how you he's holding it with his fingers. Uh, I'm two holding fingers. it how you're supposed to hold wine. You dick. I hold it like aggressive <laughs> ass. Nigga holding my glass like he about to <laughs> squeeze it and break it. He putting his uh, fingers between the glass and palm. Hey, that felt nice. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to hit the gauntlet. Like nigga talking shit. Like I'm on uh, Lord of the Rings. My <laughs> dear. <laughs> Look at me, my dear. <laughs> Man. I'm never holding my glass. This is how like I know I'm a wine addict because this is the first time I've had wine in like a month and it just like it I just, just feels feel so good. Much I just feel like I just took a hit of crack. <laughs> like, why did I stop doing this? I think wine is a very fair drink. I mm-hmm. think because you can drink it in moderation. It doesn't take like obviously you can become a wino, but like a heavy wino. Have you yeah. watched this? What's the show on Netflix recently? Uh, the woman across the street from the no. girl. It I've is seen, the worst I've fucking show you you haven't watched it or you have. No, I've seen people talk about how, how it's bad it terrible. Is. Don't ever watch it. But the chick in the show, actually, she might be drinking this. Yeah. I don't quote me, this but I think she's buying bottles of this because it's a dark green glass, same situation. But she's got like a thing on her kitchen counter full of fucking corks mm-hmm. and just pouring it by the glass. The whole bottle in a glass at a time. Just I I got I, close to that level of, of wine in like I wanna, 2019. I kind of want to try that. Like I want to see what it's like to just get drunk on wine every day. The only problem, the only thing, the only bad thing I ran into is it does, well... It might just be me because I'm emotional. <laughs> I'll just sit around and listen to R and B all day and just be sad. That but if that's the worst fire. I'm gonna do, if that's the worst I'm gonna do, then I'm not getting blackout drunk trying to fight my neighbors. I mean, bad thing about wine is I feel like it makes me hella dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Like the next day after a bunch of wine, I feel like obviously drinking makes me dehydrated, but wine, like I feel like it makes me thirsty as fuck. See, I don't. I think my body is just so fucking used to it that I don't like. I don't get hangovers from this shit or nothing. Like I could drink two whole bottles of this and, and be, be cool. Fine. I just want to drink two bottles of this and go get a Popeyes chicken sandwich. The it's a Popeyes around the corner. Where? Over off a uh, off a uh, 16th. Say less. There's a uh, only problem with wine. Like to where I started having to chill down on my wine usage, and I didn't notice. So wine has um, wine has histamines in it. Which is like allergies, yeah, yeah. So it'll it fucks with your sleep, yeah. and I didn't know that because like people will say like they get sleepy whenever they drink red wine or any type of wine, and you do get kind of sleepy. But 
All um, alcohol makes me sleepy, though. Yeah, but the problem with wine is they've done a bunch of studies about how, like, it fucks up your REM sleep and it keeps you from going to the... And I was always tired whenever I was drinking wine all the time. So now I, I don't really drink it throughout the week like I used to just because it fucks with my sleep. Hmm, that's good information. I think they say all alcohol really does fuck with your sleep, though. Yeah, it fucks with, it fucks with your, um, your REM cycles. The only bad thing about now that I feel more like I've been meditating and doing a lot more of that and I'm more aware of myself... I notice every little fucking thing that makes me feel weird. Me so, too. like, if I drink now and then the next day, mm-hmm. I just feel – I'm just, like, I could tell so drastically. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the same. Because when you start getting in tune with yourself and your body and you just, like – You notice any, any little, little adjustment. Any little thing, yeah. I'm just like if way. you bust a nut early in the morning, you're depleted <laughs> through the day. That's why I don't let bitches spend a night because they be trying to fuck in the morning. And, I don't and then your them. day's fucked. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, women. Not – not bitches. Y'all notice I never say bitches because I respect the fuck out of women. I'm also already on my second glass of wine. How many minutes are we in? Probably four. Yeah, that's fine. Quit doing that. I can't help it, bro. You, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't help it. I just, but like, I just, this is what I do. I At least you're around. consistent. Yeah. You yeah. consistently drink your first glass fast, Quit. and then I feel like you you, yeah, you slow I, down. I gotta I gotta get the I gotta get the taste and the palate. I gotta get the little bit of buzz, and then I just. Regulate myself through the rest. This is some good shit. It is. I'm going to take my time with it. You know what I'm saying? Like how you meet a chick you really like and you don't, you know what I mean? You don't want to rush it. That's how I feel about this wine. This for all my my young men out there that want to look, want to look fancy. Whenever you take a chick out to a date, order you a nice 815 Yoel Goth Cabernet. And for all you motherfuckers out there taking chicks on dates, pay for the fucking dates. Can we talk about that? Yes. (laughs) Why would you? I'm not going to say who, where, when, and how, but we're going to go right into this. Go ahead and ask that question. Why, me personally, I don't understand why you would ask a chick out and not pay. Because, like, some chicks will still be like, oh, no. Like, some chicks will still offer to pay. Like, like, but they don't, they're not really offering to pay. They're really offering to see if you're a bum-ass nigga or not. Facts. But, like, if, if I invite you out on a date. I'm not going to pay, especially like if this, if like we just started talking to each other and like, and then if I don't got no money, I'm not going to go on a date. I'm not going to go on a date with you. Yeah. So I didn't ever think this was a thing until obviously recently I've heard stories. uh, And I just thought every man who would ask a woman on a date would obviously pay for the date. I've never thought anything different. Like, like you said, if I can't uh, take you out, I'm not going to ask you if I can't afford it. But I guess motherfuckers be on this. This is a this is a going thing. That's real broke nigga shit. For anybody out there listening, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. If you ask a chick out and you don't have no fucking money, you're a broke ass nigga. Stay home, get your bread up, show some respect to these women, man. Do not take a woman out and not fucking pay. You're a piece of shit ass motherfucker. Oh, it's all these fatherless niggas out here. They fucking the game up. That's horrible, bro. And then, and then niggas, and it, it's really funny because niggas be like, niggas be like, oh, you paying for pussy. It's like, no, I'm not. Because number one, what if I didn't even fuck her? I'm just not, I just it's don't just feel like that's a... It's just a respect factor. Yeah. Like, if my mom found out that I, that I was taking bitches out to eat, or women out to eat, and not paying for it, I would get slapped, bro. Why, why would you do that? I just I don't, don't know. I didn't even, like I just said, I didn't even know, like, this was a thing. This is a thing. I, it's a it's a comp, but the other the other half of that is, is chicks out there that let it happen. Mm. 
That's the other side of it. That's the sad part. Yeah. If you go on a date with a dude and he don't pay and it's in the first five dates, you should definitely cut that off immediately because that man's showing no respect to you at all. This is a good question. Who do you think as a whole is more desperate, men or women? Uh, That's a fucking tricky question. I think women are more desperate to find a good man because I think they're far more in between than a good woman. So I think that women naturally are more desperate as far as like trying to find a dude that's actually solid. I feel like there's a lot more good women in the world than there are good dudes. So as far as I, it would depend on what angle of desperate you mean yeah. to have sex, obviously a man. Yeah. Because a woman controls that. Yeah. But desperate to find somebody. To like be with. I don't think men really care to yeah. find. You know what I mean? If a dude luck finds a woman that he vibes with and it it sticks, that's cool. But I think dudes are naturally okay with not. Yeah. I think women naturally want somebody. <clears throat> I think the whole. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not even going to filter this. I think the whole me personally and everybody else can have their own opinions. This is my personal opinion. I think the whole um, climate of like, like, how do I want to say this? The whole climate of people being like, okay, say I go out with a chick. Like, I say I just met this chick. And like, on the the internet and in real life, because I've ran into this in real life, bitches will be like, are you going to pay my bills? (laughs) Like, I just... Man, like, like their no. actual bills? Yes, bro. Oh, like that's that, that, but that's like a starting point for chicks. And I'm like, and and then if you don't want to do that, they'd be like, Oh, you broke. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not broke. The, actually, if we being real, you're the one that sounds broke because you need me to pay your bills. I my bills are paid. I'm perfectly fine. But like it's it's just weird. It's it, that's I don't even ghetto. think it's I don't even think it's tricking. It's just, it's, it's, it's so just, weird. It's, it's just like ghetto. But okay, but why see you that? own that? Like you don't even really know me like that, and you want me to break bread. But then on the flip side, it's like if I'm if I'm with a chick and like we're together and she's my wife, that's different. Like if she well, absolutely. That, even if we've been or, rocking for a minute and you yeah. need some help financially, cool. But like, like if, if I just fucking met you, that's that's fuck wild. you. If we're dating and you like my girl and like you need like you need this, you need some help with this. Like you need or or I just want to help you out. Like that's way different. But, like, off the rip, like, bitch, I'm barely buying you this food. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I didn't even really want to buy this like, food, but. Like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grimace when they bring this check over here. And you think I'm about to pay your electric bill? You see how much AES has been charging niggas for electricity Fat. lately? And it ain't about, about to get no better. Like, but, then, but see, that, that's the, it's, it's so weird because even me saying that, like, chicks, I'm like, oh, you're a broke-ass nigga. Whatever. Cool. My bills are paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to wave that one off because is I know how much money I got first of all, but like I'm not. Yeah, if I don't know you like that, fuck paying your bills. Being peer pressured into paying an electric bill is wild. Yeah, I don't, I don't think then, I've ever had anybody hit me with that. But then there's some niggas out here to do it. Absolutely. And I'm just like you. You're fucking the game up. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm never. And I don't give in to peer pressure, and I don't feel bad. I'm I never wouldn't feel that. bad at all. I never. would be gladly happy for her to go to fuck on somewhere if I was ever approached mm-hmm. like that. I'd rather chew and swallow a jean jacket than pay for a bitch's electric <laughs> bill that I just met, bro. I'd rather eat a pair of lugs, bro. It's over with. 
<laughs> he said, I would rather down one of Mark's boots. <laughs> Mark, down one of my dog's pointy ass shoes. Mark, stop. I really hope you sold the bitches. And I know you listening right now. If you have those motherfuckers. He has them all right now on the couch. <laughs> Mark looked like a super villain with them fucking pointy shoes. Bro, on. not the knife out the toe. He looked look like he go to a kid's birthday party and start kicking balloons. <laughs> I wish we could show y'all a picture of these fucking shoes. But, but, like, I just, I don't, I don't understand how people allow that shit to happen. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's it's wild. Different strokes for different folks. Everybody different. Have you ever tried it on the flip? Like, you just start talking to a chick and you're like, hey, man, I'm kind of actually down and bad right now. You think you could throw me some bread? No, I hate asking people for shit anyway. But, or like, but if, if I, if I'm like messing with a chick and like we're fucking with each other and like, I, like, really, 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 really needed to, like, put my pride aside and, like, do anything like that. Only if I'm, like, act like, if I know this chick and we fuck with you. I'm not. Asking random people for money is wild. That's I really. Think it's just, just begging. Yeah. I think people. It's really just running game. I think maybe if a chick has, like, ten dudes and she can get two of them to pay her bills, maybe she just lucked up. You know nah, what I'm saying? that's the other. Maybe she's just running game and, like, her whole thing isn't really yeah. to even fuck with you. She's just trying to get a couple of bills paid. Yeah. That be half the that's, problem. That's the that's that is the flip side. You're right because yeah. I do. I respect that. <laughs> like if you get these niggas exactly. Yeah. So maybe you just one of the ones that's saying no. Yeah. But then if she can get a sucker every five and she lick it, I don't blame her. Busting. Yeah, she really doing right. her thing. So yeah. it is still kind of wild though to ask somebody to pay your bills. But, but if you get niggas to do it, fuck. That's like the only fan shit right now. Facts. Like you paying to see a motherfucker that work at Kroger's naked. <laughs> like fuck that I'm cool I let this chick give me head and record it on her OnlyFans she gave me like $3,000 I'd be okay with that I would have done it multiple times <laughs> nah it was a how long I don't even know how long the video it was like 10 minutes I just made sure I kept, kept my tattoos out of it so people couldn't identify me they couldn't identify you by your foreskin nah I don't have foreskin <laughs> 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 they said I've seen that before. That's that's Paul's dick. <laughs> so the OnlyFans shit, bruh. Whoever came up with is fucking genius, genius. First of all, he was like, if I can let basic motherfuckers sell their naked bodies and make a cut, fucking genius. Chicks make a lot of money, like especially through the pandemic, bro. It's some chicks out here that ran up seven figures easy. You have to be hazardly horny. It's a lot of dudes that are, bro. That may be, okay, the desperate question goes back. That's desperate. It's niggas, it was this chick that made a couple million dollars on OnlyFans selling jars of her farts, bro. You know how horny and nasty you got to be to buy a jar of farts? Can you even capture farts in a jar? Like, I don't even know if that's a real thing. Imagine, like, you pay, like, 50 bucks for a jar, a fart jar. And when you first get, you, I could just back, picture the motherfucker opening it. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, like, bro. And it might not even be... If I was shorty, I wouldn't even be putting farts in there. I'd be putting little CO2 cartridges. <laughs> just like... Just a I would just capture air and send them out. Actually, funny story about Chick. She was actually putting the farts in the jars, and she was consuming so much fiber, her stomach started hurting, and she messed up her intestinal tract. <laughs> she was going to the doctor. She had to stop farting. Because she was jars. creating farts. She was putting... She was, bro, she was, selling, she was selling them for $1,000 a jar. <clears throat> Can we talk about these weird fetishes? Because I I don't know. I guess I can't speak for everybody, obviously. I don't have any, like, 
Like people are obsessed with feet. Don't get me wrong. I love a woman with some pretty feet. Like mm-hmm. obviously that's a big t- like I I judge feet for sure. If your me feet too. fucked up, you fuck away from me. But I'm not obsessed with it. I feel like there's certain like these are weird obsessions to me. Farting. Who the fuck wants to buy a fart? Yeah, that's weird. Is that that's psychologically disrupted? That's weird. You're not right in the head. I wonder how you develop these. That's what I'm fetishes. saying. Like these, this is a psychological. What are like some other really weird fetishes? Like we already talked about midgets. That's weird. Midgets. It's, it's some niggas that like to be like they like to be like downgraded. And, yeah, and like like tied like the BDSM shit. Like I don't. And anyway, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> we are back from. Technical difficulties. Hold on, I'm turning this off so I can't hear myself speak. All right, <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck happened. What was he talking about? Weird fetishes. Farts. Like farts <clears throat> farts and jars. Oh and yeah. Feet yeah. and dirty, <clears throat> dirty feet bother me. Ashy feet bother me. Cracked heels bother me. Yeah, I, I don't like none of when that. When I was maybe maybe I just mm-hmm. hadn't seen like a lot of ugly feet. Like I feel like when I was younger, I just didn't really care, but. I haven't really seen no, like, wild, ugly feet. Oh, we can get into that. Because the feet game, imagine, like, you get with a real bad chick, right? And you're like, I'm going to take you to this nice dinner, yada, yada. And you ain't never seen her feet like that. And then y'all step out, and she got them heels on where her toes look like a hermit crab. Ooh, no, I take that back. I did go out with this bad chick, and her feet was trash, bro. Told you. really bothering me. I told you something about it. She's, like, athletic. So she had like the little corns on her toes. Yeah, her feet. Her feet looked like she like she ran <laughs> a lot. Yeah. See, like that sucks because like she's really using them feet, <laughs> but just keep some socks on. <laughs> I, socks, I with, heels with socks. I, that's wild. That's unreasonable for being a woman. Is hard. Like, I agree because you have a lot of like we could have nasty. T- I don't personally have no nasty ass feet yeah but there's some motherfucking dudes out here with claws and it don't and it, like we don't have to we don't have to and women just deal with it. it yeah i mean but there's some women that are really big on that shit too yeah like hands like a lot, a lot of chicks like dudes with nice hands yeah i'm like i pull wire for a living i got mm-hmm. uh my hands is cool but i get a lot of cuticles my hands is uh <clears throat> my hands are, are more rough Look like you've been handling sandpaper your whole life. <laughs> I do. I use sand cloth. I do. I do have to clean pipe. Pause. <laughs> do say be wiping pipe. I got a. I got a. I got a sand pipe. No homo. But it be yeah. it be roughing you up. Yeah, a little bit. Like I. I don't have to. Cause like a lot of stuff that I mess with. Like I usually don't wear gloves just cause the dexterity that I need to like. To mess with shit, but like I've started wearing gloves more recently, and my hands aren't as rough as they used to be. Yeah, I mean, I be I got some some calluses, little ashy spots. They not they not doing too hot. Only problem with my hands is on my um on my pointer finger on this hand. I broke my I broke my finger right here, and my nail hasn't grown back. Like my nail is just fucked up. Like it won't grow. Question. It, it look it looks stupid. It's got like it what. Is it normal for a man to put clear fingernail polish on his nails? I know I know a bunch of dudes that do that. 
Like for for dudes that go get like manicures and I'm and saying like, like if you do it on like a regular basis, if my nails is over here just gleaming, that's like I don't think it's I don't think it's uncommon because so for me I probably need to do something like because they got like protective uh, fingernail shit and like my nails break real easy, so I know some dudes do it for that shit and they their hands look more clean. But then I, like we work in trades though. So like we don't That's really why I'm like, you know, I use my that's the same thing with the feet though. Like the chick that's an athletic, like gymnast for instance. Like mm-hmm. they gonna have some messed up feet. And it just sucks. But if you understand that. Yeah. But then again it's like you like you said, it's hard to be a woman. Yeah. <clears throat> they gotta be moms and go to work. Speaking and shit. of moms <laughs> Hey, listen <clears throat> Let me preface this with this. Everything in life is about balance. You can't have light without dark. You can't have heat without cold. And you can't have beautiful without ugly. So, it stands to reason that everybody's kids can't be cute. (laughs) Some of y'all have to have ugly kids. And it's okay because they have wonderful personalities. Not always. Not always. You're right. Some of y'all got ugly babies. Ugly, I don't, I don't like when babies look like old people. Yeah. Or I don't even want to say ugly babies because here's my thing. At a certain age, all babies look weird. Like, I like didn't want people posting. Couple. I didn't want people posting pictures of Landon when he was first born. I, 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 I explicitly was like, hey, can y'all not post pictures of my kid because he look his head long. Like, he look weird. Like he just looked like kind of, let him get here and like yeah, unmolded. Yeah, he looked he he kind of funny looking. Nigga had the had the alien versus predator head, bro. I was like, come on, man. But you know, kids grow into they grow into looking cuter. But like, I just I don't like posting pictures of babies like when they fresh out the oven because their heads be long and they be ugly. I think that we've all just accepted that and like because everybody wants to show their new baby off. Mm-hmm. That's why you gotta put that little beanie they get. That's why they give you a beanie at the hospital for your kid because they fact. know your head, they heads is gonna be deformed. Wild. They got the little dent in the top and shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I've because I used to ask. I'm, I feel like I'm an objective person. I used mm-hmm. to be like, because everybody thinks that their kid is cute. Nobody thinks that their kid is ugly. I've always sat down and wondered. I'd be like, what if my kid is ugly and like other people think my kid is ugly? And I've thought that too. Like, yeah. but you never gonna think your own kid yeah. ugly. Like I don't want to be look. I don't want him to be the nigga that they be like. You got a great personality. Hey, but at the at the end of it, the most beautiful people do the ugly thing, ugliest things. I don't do nothing ugly, and I'm gorgeous. Yes, you do, motherfucker. <laughs> what I do? You done did something bad. I ain't never did nothing bad a day in my life. I'm a saint. Have you ever been to jail? No. Me neither. No, I don't want to go neither. I don't nah. want to stay out of there as as much as possible. I it's never been a place that I've uh, wanted to get acquainted with. I, that's one of my biggest fears in the world. Like my, I'm more afraid of being in a cage than dying. Like I would rather die than go to jail. I could appreciate that. I don't, and it's weird how that works because people <laughs> we talk. I know we've talked a lot about like death and like the fear of death and shit like that. But me personally. And I get for it's not an uncommon thing. Like the fear of being in a cage for like any animal is is worse than death a lot of times. Yeah, especially like imagine solitary, bro. Hor- I'd rather be in solitary than just being being locked up with other niggas. You say that, 
but 23 hours by yourself, yeah. bro. Yeah. And then the only hour you do get, you're in a little other bigger cage that's, like, outside. Yeah. You would go, I mean, anybody could go fucking nuts. Jail is fucked up. Jail is very fucked up. I don't think it does anything to repair the person. I think no. it just more damages the person. They become acquainted with that lifestyle. That's the other thing is, like, what do they say when somebody gets out of jail? They go end up going back because they become accustomed to it. It's almost mm-hmm. like an, they do become animalized to the point where. Because then, especially in our system, once you get out, it's hard to. It's not. Reestablish. They, yeah, they, they call it a rehabilitation, but it's really not because we all. don't have. We don't. It's a bunch of you can't vote when you get out of jail. You can't. You a lot of your rights are taken away, and people don't want to hire you because you're a felon, like all this other shit. So how are you supposed to? You get. You can't rehabilitate because you get pushed back into the same I, situation that put you there most of the time. I believe you should be able to vote even if you are incarcerated. I don't. I never understood that law because whoever you vote in could be a It could be a factor to your sentencing or release, etc. I think that you should be able to still vote if you're a citizen, but you're just in jail. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you stripped away from voting? Like, could, you are a bad. You're a criminal, so you can't fucking vote. Like. We could get deep on the jail conversation because I know that you that that's that's something that you. Yeah, I'm, I feel like, like we should get we should tap into it. I so, <laughs> you know, have you ever like listened? You know who Josh Dubin is? He go on a uh, Joe Rogan a lot. He's for the I know you talk about innocent yep. Pro, innocence yep. project. He talks a lot of this. This we were talking about this the other day about the death penalty. So, I guess one of my reasons that I'm kind of. Iffy on the death penalty is because, like, there are so many people that are wrongfully incarcerated a year. So, he, he, Josh Dubin posed a question. He was like, okay, we can either have a, 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 a justice system to where it's like we catch 10 of the actual people that did it, or catch nine of the actual people that did it, and then we put one person that didn't really did it. Through, that didn't really do it through the system. So 10%. So he said, but he, he I, the way he looked at it was interesting. He was like, but the way I look at it is I would rather let possibly five or six motherfuckers that might have actually been guilty go than incarcerate one person that didn't do that it. That didn't do it. And that was an interesting, because most of us, like, the people that look at shit on the lot, like, we had the argument about logic the other day. Like, on the logical number scale, it's like, I'd rather catch nine niggas. And the one person that I might have got wrong, like, statistically, I would rather... It makes more sense. But for him, he was like, I would rather see... He said, I would rather see 10 motherfuckers that are possibly with a with a little bit of a reasonable... Not, like, guaranteed guilty. He said, with, like, a reasonable doubt, I would rather mm-hmm. see 10 people let go than one person wrongfully incarcerated. And yeah, because I, that one person... I can't imagine... Not yeah. doing shit and actually being penalized for that, or mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck? He was he, bro. He he said he said uh, over, I, and I don't remember if I get the number right. It's it's oh, it's between like one and five percent of people that are incarcerated are wrongfully incarcerated. I that's a wild number. The death penalty one is nuts. Be, that and that's why I don't know if I feel right about the death penalty because you can. The death penalty is weird because I'm like, why kill people that didn't really do it? <clears throat> I think it could get iffy as far as because what if you're on trial and the person mm-hmm. does admit to what they did? Like if I get That's on different. the stand and I'm like, yeah, I did, blah, That's blah, different. blah. 
maybe that is a a, a way to accept the death penalty for what yeah. it is. But for someone that's standing there and saying, I'm pleading not guilty, mm-hmm. I don't know that you could ever really kill him, even if you have clear-cut evidence, because yeah. evidence is still an iffy subject. Our, I think our justice system is just a little fucked up. Like, it's all about money. It's exactly, and it's it's about. If you got a lot of money, you can get away with the fuck you want to get away with. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad the other day, money allowed a man who has never been a politician to become the president of the United States of America. That's money did that. That's not wrong. The man never even was a governor, mayor, senator, councilman. He just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be president." So, what do you think the remedy for that is? As far as like just like changing. The way we do things. Do you think it's possible or do you have an idea of I mean, how it may be possible? Right now, obviously, we have a voting system that is corrupted and doesn't work. You, you know, the standard two-party system, but I don't know. <clears throat> That's why me and you go back and forth a lot about Donald Trump, Republicans, Democrats. And I can't sit here and say, like, I don't respect the grind of a dude who really made he made something out of like, Imagine becoming the president with no political background. I don't know if just money pushed that agenda, but his following, obviously, what he was saying. A lot of people liked the fact that he wasn't politically tied, though. They were like, you know, nobody's he's he's not been lobbying as a politician, so he's not earned anybody's campaign and blah, blah, blah. Like He's funding this by himself. He wants to do this because he wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's what really pushed a lot of people to vote for this dude. But I think it told me that in America, anything's fucking possible. Getting rich in America, possible. Somebody proved you can become the fucking president if you get rich. I don't think a broke motherfucker could ever do it. I know Kanye talks about it. Could he do it? No. It's never going to. I don't see that ever happening. There's not a chance in hell. No. I got a better chance of becoming the president than Kanye. Absolutely. I just... I just think, and you know my views on on government. I think our shit is so corrupted and so fucked up that you can't really change anything anymore. Like, I don't think there's a reasonable route to go about changing it. But, I don't know. I, I have a warped I mean, anything view. in democracy obviously requires a voting system, like I said, but. But are we in a democracy? True. Is and is our voting system actually legit? Mm-hmm. According to Donald Trump, mm-hmm. it's not. And not even just according to him. I think there's always been there's skepticism. Some, yeah, there's some level of voting fraud. You like, know what's funny though is when he won, the Democrats said that he performed like the Russian collusion. Like they mm-hmm. said that Russia helped him win. And then when he lost, he did the same thing. He did, but then all the Democrats are like, "Look what he's doing," and blah that, blah blah. And that's what's so, bro. It's so contradicting. All that's of it. what's so wild to me. And we were talking about this the other day. It's it's both sides. Like if if one side slaps somebody, they'd be like, "You're wrong." I can't believe that you guys want this person for slapping somebody. But then if the other side do it, it's like we slap this person for freedom. <laughs> like it, exactly. It, it it does. That's why I hate the two party system. It doesn't make sense because people don't really give a fuck about what the other side is doing. Is I want Pointing my team to win. I want my team to win. I'm pointing the finger, and even if you do what we did, you're wrong because you're not us. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. It all, the whole thing is contradicting, and yes. it, it can't. It doesn't. It all that all that does is create division. It doesn't work. It doesn't get any 
real results results <laughs> that we need passed. Like it's just, and that's why. But it's but it's been it's getting worse too with the with the with the algorithms on with the algorithms on social media yeah. is dividing people more. It's getting worse, and it's just like there's no. I don't. I don't think there's any middle ground for the most part. Anyway. I think a lot of people are a lot more neutral than what people like to say they are. I think a lot of people do agree with. But nobody both in sides. power. Yeah, that's true. And, but and I'm not even gonna say the people in power aren't neutral. They just know. If I want to win, I have to. Even though I don't agree with these other ten things, you got to manipulate the extremes. Exactly, the extremes are always what stick. And that, but that's the problem because I don't. I don't see how that changes. They know. That to to buck the system, or to to manipulate the system, I got to manipulate these extremes. I got to be more on this side of the. I, they don't even really be believing this shit because it'd be like really like five main topics like abortion, yeah. gun laws, border control, capitalism, that shit, and it's unions. just like and but it, it, it nothing's changing. It's just getting the 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 politicians are making more money and the people that live here are just being more divided and That's more it. that and but nothing nothing that anybody on either side really wants is changing. So that's why I don't understand how people are so headstrong on their side cuz it's like I can point to any side, I can point to to conservatives, I can point to liberals and I'm like what's the most important thing mm. to you? On the conservative side, they whatever it is, I'll be like that's still the same as it was 10 years ago. I can go to the liberal side, but what's the most important thing to you? That's still the same as it was 10 years ago. Y'all are just fighting and arguing for some shit that does not change. That's why I like in the book Poweronomics by Dr. Claude Anderson. He said, you know, the black vote swings a lot of the elections. Mm -hmm. If black people vote a certain way, they actually have a lot of control over who wins. But he was saying, like, we've been voting as a block for the same people and getting nothing in return for so long that we actually need to pull our vote completely until someone is actually ready to give us what they're telling they're going to saying they're you know what I mean mm-hmm. give us what you're saying you're going to do we got to hold people accountable and that's the whole thing is like they, they get on this fucking stage and say they're going to do this that and the other they're going to do all this for us and give us the schools and education and funding they get an office because they get our vote and then they fucking do nothing it's like we can't keep accepting this as being okay, and then the next go around the election, we it's like we forget all about what happened. Literally, and then they get up there, convince us again that it's a good idea, and then we all go check the stamp. I don't like the fact that we feel a lot of people feel like since we've been voting Democratic for so long, we have to. And I understand that like the Democratic side does want to push social social justice and blah 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 even more, but you know me and my dad go back and forth about this a lot. My, my actual father, like, we go back up because he's very heavily Democratic. And I'm like, dude, what are they actually really doing? Because they tell you they do all this cool and good shit on CNN and they all about this and that. But what are they actually doing? Right now, I, I just pumped gas before I came over here and put $50 in my truck and got a half a tank. The, and the dude across the pump from me he said, man, this inflation's killing me. Young white kid. I'm saying mind of my business. He said it to me. I was like, yeah, bro, it's crazy. I mean, I'm seeing real actual fucking results. I don't care about what nobody's saying. That's what I told you the other day when I said numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. The number at that gas pump's not lying to me. <laughs> right. I know for a fact shit's not right. I'm paying 360 a fucking gallon. I hate to say like, well, 
the president doesn't control gas prices. Yeah, he kind of does when he shuts down fucking pipelines that are giving us oil on our own fucking soil. Now we're having to buy it from Russia, which goes into our next topic. Who's at now at war? You know what I mean? For something that we don't agree with. Now we're buying oil from somebody that we don't even economically agree with or <laughs> governmentally agree with. But we've been doing that. We've been buying oil from Saudi Arabia. And we don't agree with their policy. Like, but why? Why don't we consume? Why don't we make our own shit? Yeah. Make America great again. (laughs) (laughs) I worked into that one. I I just, I don't. We need to manufacture and produce our own shit. No, I agree agree with that. Because we have enough money. Like, imagine if America spent as much money here as we spend in foreign countries fucking with other people's shit, we would have so many issues that we have here. I, that, that's a that's a We a need to spend our own money. That's a conservative viewpoint that I agree with. 1,000%. We need to, because we don't, like, even something as simple as this. You know that no, until recently, until the past, um, like, 10 years, I want to say, or 5 or 10 years, there you couldn't find a manufacturer that got jeans in America. Like none. None. They were they were all made other places. We have so much stuff that's made in other places and we're so Japanese involved in dental. global like China, please, and it's always people that we quote unquote morally disagree with. Like we have all of these interests in other places where they're creating our goods and the issue is if we don't create shit for ourselves then we can't be self-sustained from these people that we supposedly morally agree with and I I I definitely do want to see a lot of manufacturing and jobs come back to America because it only makes sense. It that only was makes the sense biggest for you. thing people rock with Trump on. Honestly, I know like you know a lot of people hate the shit that he said that's racist or blah blah blah, but he stood on that that the yeah. fact that we have to create, manufacture and produce in our own fucking country. Because if we're dependent on all these other places, if they go to war like they are now and their market's dropping and gas goes up, now we are affected by that. We need to be, like you said, self, self-sustainable. self We don't need to be affected by everybody's... Bro, China and Russia, though, are trying to collapse the U.S. dollar as we speak. Yeah. There's so much shit going on. China's working on a cryptocurrency that's going to potentially be more important than the U.S. dollar. And they say if that happens, the U.S. dollar will will go bankrupt. And because be, the the Chinese market is the biggest, it's the biggest um, the rising globe. market in the globe. Like it's there. China has a they import export more than anybody. Can I go on a rant about China? Go ahead. For people that don't know, so and I talk to my friends about this a lot. China is doing a lot of shit that. Well, I'm not even going to say doing here, – here, I'll say this. China will be the world superpower by 2060. Agreed. Because of Game. all of the things that they and – and I'm not going to say – I'm not going to morally say that it's wrong or right. I'm not going to get into that. I'm just going to give people the facts. The Chinese government, the not the Chinese people, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is so embedded with the United States economics that – we cannot remove them. So let me give people examples. They fund a shit ton of our universities. So, and this this ties into social things. If say we all know universities are more liberal. And for anybody that's been around any college campus, there are 
there's there's a there's a good amount of Chinese students that go there, and they usually are as far as grades and academics, they usually do better than most other groups, or actually all all other groups yeah, that astounding. attend those colleges. So they'll uh, uh, the CCP through shell companies and through untraceable um, other untraceable companies that can't be that can't be tied back to the actual source communist party yeah. they'll create these companies because every if if nobody knows this every single industry in china has to go through the ccp there's no sort of independent there's no independent tech companies there's no independent construction companies they run everything and th- but yeah they literally anything that goes in china if you want to run if you want to run any type of business in there you have to go through the ccp because it's a it's, it's a it's a communist Chinese party communist party that for anybody you, that you cannot know. run any sort of business in China without tying the government in. It's against the law. So they take all of your company's data. They take all in if U.S. companies too. If you want to run any business in China, they have to have access to all of your company's data. They have to have access to all of your company's financial information. They have to have complete access to your company. So universities, what they'll do is they will take these large donations for anybody that knows how colleges work. When buildings are named after a certain person, that person has given a donation to the college. And what's the what's the business college in IU called? Kelly. Kelly. So whoever, whatever nigga out there named Kelly, he whoever is named probably his last name. Whoever is named after. He gave a donation to IU, and he got a building named after him. The CCP does the same thing through these shell companies, and they will have these buildings named whatever to be inconspicuous. So let's say that there's, let's say that there's an Asian student that's been treated discriminatorily on the campus. The same thing happened with the NBA, with the Hong Kong shit. The CCP will come out and say, we don't agree with this. This is racist. This is blah, blah, blah. And because they're financially back in these places, these companies have to submit to China. Same thing with the NBA. LeBron, Daryl Morey, all these people came out, apologized for supporting Hong Kong, all this other shit. John Cena's apologized to the John Chinese. Cena, if anybody hasn't seen that video of John Cena speaking in Mandarin, it's a wild video. I don't know why the fuck John Cena knows fluent Mandarin, but it's wild. So they, they, ha- they bend these companies, these universities to their knees, and you can't speak out against what they're doing. What also another part that a lot of people may not know is China right now is currently producing more engineers per year than the United States has in a whole. Why is that important? Because engineers are the backbone for technology, construction in our entire society. For everything. So, if they're producing more of those per year, what's stopping them from being a superpower? Nothing. Their economy is tied into ours because all of our universities are tied into them. They're backing a lot of our biggest tech companies because our tech companies are going into China because the labor is cheaper. But like I said previously, when you go into China, even for just labor, what do you have to do? Tie into the CCP. So you can't you can't speak out against, I don't know, say something like them constantly harassing Taiwan, them having... Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps. Them releasing COVID. Them, re- that's another. <laughs> that's a whole. That's another, I'm gonna get to that. So, 
their economy is tied into the biggest world economy and our biggest tech companies, our universities, our construction companies, they're, everything, they're, even real estate, BlackRock. Even, even more so than that. Another thing, in Africa and pharmaceuticals. A lot of the, uh, pharmaceuticals. In Africa and a lot of Caribbean countries, China is buying up land, giving out business loans to African developers, and slight just skyrocketing like what a like APR. The APR they're sky, they're skyrocketing rate. the interest the interest rates. So these African companies and these African developers and these Caribbean companies and these other places where they're building land and building buildings, they're unable to pay back the loans defaults. that they receive. So what happens? It defaults. Defaults. China owns that land. Boom. China owns a scary amount of Africa. They own basically. They like, own a scary amount of America. But but I'm talking about directly. Like they own. No, like that company land. BlackRock. Look, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. BlackRock is a corporation that was started in America. I think it ends up getting purchased by the Chinese somehow. It's a real estate company, and now they're going bananas, dude. They're, I mean. Okay, so the housing market right now, people were listing their houses for sale. Okay, you have me or you who's a standard buyer. We'd want to come in, have an inspection done, have an appraisal done, et cetera, et cetera. Right. They send this real estate agent from this, you know, Zillow or whoever, because BlackRock owns all these smaller corporations. Mm -hmm. It's a huge entity. They send a motherfucker over there and say, yeah, we'll go ahead and just pay cash and pay 50 grand over asking price. Clay, case closed, because if I'm a seller... I was actually telling people selling their houses to be cautious of this because what happened was with coronavirus, uh, big you know shell buildings where people were working out of office spaces, they were shutting down. Mm -hmm. Office spaces were shutting down. People are working remote from home. China knows that. China said this is a great opportunity for us to capture real estate. And pay over market price. Boom. Because we got the money. Ooh. So now we're capping because now we can rent these houses to all these people but we own all these houses in America. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It all ties back in. So they're buying a scary amount of real estate in America. That's why right now you can't go buy a house because you go to buy this, say the house is listed for 330. You show up, you're like, I love this house. I'd love to make an offer for 330. Some dude in a uh, uh, suit walks in and is like, yeah, we'll go ahead and pay 400 cash. You need to get a loan. You need to get an inspection. It has to get an appraisal. This motherfucker just canceled all that. So if I'm a seller, do I sell to you or do I make this extra fucking $70,000 and don't have to worry about an inspection, appraisal, none of that? It's a no-brainer. As a seller, you're like, uh, sorry, buddy, I know you're poor, but good luck on the next one. Mm -hmm. China's like, give me that. Yeah. Then they have everybody paying rent to them <clears throat> as if they own our property. And they're directly affecting our economic market. Killing so, us. What with that? Forcing us to rent, though. Forcing us to rent. We don't affecting, own shit. Affecting our economic market in America specifically. And then at the same time doing that in a lot of other places around the world. So they're owning this land. I didn't and, know they were doing it in Africa. They were doing it. They're doing it in Africa. They're doing it heavily in the Caribbean. Like, I think like 78% or something higher of Jamaica is owned by the CCP. Jamaica, St. Thomas, the Dominican Republic, all of these places. I did not know that. So scary that's hours. The economic, the economic portion of it. They're already tied in to where we, the United States, the biggest economic market right now in the world. We cannot detach ourselves from them. We can't. They. So we buy so much shit from China. 
if we cut them off as we speak, we fuck ourselves. Computers, phones, clothes, cars, chips. What are we gonna have left? Some so, fucking corn. So now, that's intelligent to do as a as a government in a nefarious way. If you talk about just straight like outsmarting people, you're tied into everything that we do. You can't detach yourself from us. We're the number two market in the world. You're the number one. So now you can't go to war with us. You can't do shit. You can't. You can't. Did you do you understand what Trump tried to do with the tariffs for China? Mm. So Trump gets in office. He understands how much shit is being sold in America by China, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "All right, what we're sending you guys isn't even fucking comparable oh, to yeah, what you're yeah. sending us." I thought you said terrorists. You said tariffs. Tariffs. <laughs> I got, I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I got you. So yeah. for people out there that don't know, Trump said, "Listen, you guys are selling way more shit in our country than we're selling in yours. We're we're buying your cars, your clothes." Every fucking thing you could think under the sun's made from China. So he says we're gonna hit you guys with tariffs to to fucking help make up some of this money from you guys making all this fucking you know all these consumers in America are paying your bills essentially. Mm-hmm. China says, "Oh, you want to play that game, Mister Trump? Well, we're not buying none of your fucking farmers' uh, agriculture. Basically, cut us off from the agriculture shit. So all these farmers in America who had been selling grain and shit to China." They're like, nope, we're not buying. The same amount of money they hit them for the tariffs is the same amount of money the government had to cut to the farmers because they didn't. They had no one to sell to at that point. Mm-hmm. China is playing chess. Yeah. They know how the fuck to manipulate this board at this point. And, and if it's you, scary. Even if, you, even if you look at their, if you look at their, um, there's a there's a a document put out. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's from the, the CCP. Basically talking about it's it's kind of like a man not I don't want to say a manifesto mm-hmm. or it might be that might be the correct term I don't know but they they put out this document talking about pretty much about how China has a, if you think about it China as a country has existed for hundreds of thousands of years they've had all these dynasties rise and fall China has been a country and a place before the United States was even dreamt of so they're patient. They're patient people. They understand the rise and fall of dynasties, empires. They've lasted throughout all of that. The country itself. They've got experience. They they have experience. The experience they, they have is on their side. China and India are the two countries in the world that have that have existed longer than everywhere else. Like as a country, like as a place. And now their borders have have changed a little bit and all this other stuff. But they the Indian Indian people have had dynasty fall rise. Chinese people have dynasties fall. Rise, I like India. Nonstop. But, I don't okay. ever hear shit about India. But so China, they they say that pretty much the the point of this manifesto is them talking about how pay how they're patient and how they don't need to do all of these say war tactics and explosive moves right now because they have always existed and in their mind they always will exist and they can outlast these empires that last for a few hundred years. They're all about they the have. long game. And so so that that's their plan. They, they were talking about in this manifesto, their plan was to be the world superpower by 2050. And because of the way mm. that they're tied into global economics and media. Media and, and also if you're if you say you're the number two and your plans are becoming number one in the next fifty years, what do you do? Number one you tie yourself into the number one to say you can't directly go to war with us and fight us because historically that's how superpowers have kept their powers against rising powers. You go to war with these people, 
you beat them in this war, you kind of dominate them and show your, you, you, you place all of these accords after a war to keep them where they are and keep you where you are, to keep you number one and them below you. We can't do that now with China. So now we're in a situation where this rising power, their success is directly tied to our success. And what do we care about? Success. So why would we do that? Now this this country that's rising is like, okay, we can outweigh y'all, we can outlast y'all, but at the same time, we can also expedite your downfall. <clears throat> for a lot of for COVID nineteen and people could get into the whole argument. And you talked about this. You thought a lot of people think that that was the first step in China's secret war against the United States. And people could argue and talk about all that. Like how I don't believe made. it's their first step. I well, believe that them corrupting us as a whole, the book Unrestricted Warfare, written by two Chinese generals that goes all into the tactics of cultural warfare has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. And like I just said, them controlling our media. The Chinese government controls so much of our media and so much of, they push so many agendas in America just like the college funding. Don't think that they don't want you to be liberal. Chinese people love you to be liberal because you might be a man and now think you're a woman. Now you have an identity crisis in a country that makes you weaker. You might conflict. Be, conflict. Conflict in a country makes the country. Conf, if you can create a country, no boots on the ground, but if I can take this country out internally and make it hate itself and make black versus white, Gay versus straight, trans versus, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can create all these conflicts within it, I'll allow this country to tear itself the fuck down. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what China wants to do. Another part that a lot of people might not know about is all of that stuff, tearing yourself apart. So so people can agree and disagree on the fentanyl, or not the the COVID-19 shit. I'm about to talk about fentanyl. I'm drunk, sorry. (laughs) I I was like, I don't know about fentanyl. So the COVID-19 people can argue about there has been a tract. So, okay, let me talk to people about drugs. I know, I know a little bit about drugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm educated in drugs. If anybody knows me, they know why. <laughs> so, <clears throat> there's these things. So, you got normal drugs, and you have these drugs called analogs. What analogs are are is if so, there's a chemical makeup of heroin, <clears throat> and it's it's a it's a chemical breakdown of what we consider heroin. There are molecules, and there's a whole chemical structure. If anybody knows anything about chemistry, you can look at the molecule buildup on the chemical structure. List all the chemicals, all of the molecules. Like, okay, to dumb it down for people, they're um, like uh, CO2, carbon dioxide. Two that's, parts. That's, that's a molecule. One part carbon, two parts of dioxide. Uh, water, H2O. Two hydrogen. parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. So everything has a chemical buildup like this, drugs included. So basically, an opiate opiates have a chemical buildup. There's a different chemical makeup for uh, for morphine, different one for heroin, different one for uh, for Percocets, Roxy's, all, all of that. So, but but these are all opiates. So they're slight. They're they're same family. They're same. Fa- they're the same family of chemical makeup, but they have different molecules placed in different places to either affect things like um, they have uh, slow release. There are ones that are, that are more addictive because they attach to your receptors. 
stronger for longer. So pretty much what analogs are is, let's say a company has a, um, a chemical, you got a patent, you have to patent these chemical builds. <clears throat> say a company has a chemical bill for slow release oxycodone, which is what started the opiate epidemic in America. It has a specific chemical buildup. So what an analog is, is a separate company says, there. say there's like some chemists and they have a warehouse and they have all this other stuff. They can make an analog of this slow release oxytocin by changing one small unimportant molecule. So basically it operates the same as the slow release oxytocin, but it has a separate molecule that they can patent under a, a completely different drug. Because it's not the same chemical makeup. So analogs are these these things that they create. So something like people know what K two is. Mm-hmm. K two is an anal- supposed to be an analog of, of marijuana. Weed. What they're doing is they're taking in the in these warehouses in China, <clears throat> and on the black market you can track this because a lot of people uh, supposedly or allegedly I know how this is done. So a lot of people you can track that shit down on the black market. You can buy an analog of fentanyl. On the black market, you can you can order this. Anybody, I, I don't assume most people know how the black market works, and I'm not going to go into how secret VPNs and, and yeah. torrent torrent. I don't I don't want to get arrested. But anyways, so there there's a there's a way that you can order these things through the dark web and the black market. Let me not even say black market because the black market is dead. It's the dark web. You can order these things through the dark web, have them shipped in bulk to the United States, which has happened in multiple Midwest places. So they take this fent, these fentanyl analogs that they've ordered through the dark web, completely surpass or completely, um, I don't know the word, completely skipped customs, customs, all this other shit, and they put this fentanyl out into the world. Or into the United States, mostly work. They love it. So now, like I said, they're ordering these things from Chinese warehouses, Chinese chemistry. There are these gigantic where, and there there have been documentaries done on this where people have gone to China and seen them make this these fentanyl analogs and ship them to us. Now, as I previously said, nothing happens in China without the CCP without the CCP knowing. So it makes you. For some people, it makes them wonder if you can't read between the lines of what do you do to this country? You attach yourself to them economically. You create a – and let me be clear. For people that don't understand or people that aren't paying attention that don't know, there is a opioid epidemic involving fentanyl mainly that is going on right now in the United States. Period, point blank. You can read the statistics of people that have died from or overdosed from fentanyl. There is an epidemic going on in our country. So it makes you wonder. This place, this, this, is, this is, like you said, it's chestnut checkers. They're tying themselves into us economically. They're killing people. Socially. Socially. I, as far Every as way. mentally, ide- idealism, they're with how people, they push Marxism, communism. In our university, they're, they're attacking. They're attacking us on all these different fronts quietly. That's why I keep telling people World War Three is not going to be with nukes. It's information and cyber. It's cyber. So, <clears throat> Black Lives Matter is Marxist, and that's that's the thing about Marxism. Like, and um, 
that that's a whole nother that that goes all of these things are go so many levels deep to where it's insane. The it's web impossible. though all goes back to the center, which is China. And as far as the downfall of what's happening here, and it's it's ourselves though. We're I, not even realizing what's going on around us every single day. That's the thing about people is. If you slowly introduce this stuff to people, yeah, you don't a, hit them all at once. Same as a crab boiling in water, it doesn't realize it's boiling until it's too late. Now it's like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's too I late. think they love the fentanyl and the opioid crisis because it's such a beautifully planned. To me, if I'm trying to slowly kill people, but I know each person that dies, I have a new addict each day. It's such a per. Uh, a pronoun. It's just, it's so perfect. And you're creating chaos in the country that you're trying to undermine. Exactly. You're creating internal chaos, and you're cre- and you have and you have internal chaos and international necessity for us to stay attached. To Do you. you remember recently when we were discussing? Uh, I told you that there were more black on black homicides in America than there were Chinese homicides in 2020. So you take a billion Chinese people, and they had less recorded homicides than black on black Americans with 13 million. Well, but that goes into a whole different. I'm just saying that goes into the, that goes into I said their country themselves though. Do they have an opioid crisis? They now. Okay. Let me, let me say this. What goes on in China? Any country we'll never know, but they might hide a lot of shit. They they absolutely do because like COVID numbers. What I can promise you is there are criminal enterprises in China that are trying to not wherever humans are. There is a government, no matter how scary powerful the government is. You ever watch Rush Hour? Yeah, the Triad. But that the Triad's a real thing. So like there there are there's definitely (laughs) June. (laughs) There's definitely an underworld in China that's oh absolutely that's operating trying to stay away from the CCP. That's not I'm not I'm not saying they have. No, no, no human organization on the planet has complete control of their citizens. They might have fear and they might have a strong amount of control, but there's still no matter where you go with humans, there's a underworld criminal underbelly, whatever you want to call it. That exists and that exists in China. There's a criminal underworld to where they're trying to. They're like, nah, fuck these niggas. They like, they're not about to take my. And it's about money. They're like, nah, I'm not. About, I'm not. Everything's these about money. But there's. It's 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 a. I'm just my whole point was the infiltration of America. Yeah, there there's definitely I think anybody that's paying attention, see, there's an infiltration. They see our weaknesses. They know that this is a cesspool of different cultures and races and et cetera. I feel like they know that, obviously, and they're gonna take clear advantage of that. The Chinese, they're not stupid, like Paul said. They've they've been experienced in this game for so fucking long. Their culture, their country their war tactics, they've learned from a uh, trial and error. I mean, the Chinese, I just don't put anything fucking past them. And they even got the Chinese food over here booming. I mean, sadly. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I don't know, man. It's just, it's sad that a lot of people, like, I, I want to re-mention a book that I said earlier. There's a book called Unrestricted Warfare. If a lot of people out there want to understand how the Chinese are going about uh, these tactics and what their clear and cut goals are to infiltrate America, read this book. It's not the most fun book to read. It's talking about a lot of 
you know, war tactics and et cetera, cultural warfare. It goes into a lot of warfare that you, it's not blowing shit up. A lot of people think that war has to be chemical or blowing shit up. This is not that. This is, Paul just. <laughs> Sorry. This, like you were talking about, this, this is all just, it's, it's not on accident. A lot of shit that we see that's happening is not on accident whatsoever. And I just want people to be more informed about what's going on and understand that this is it's, a, it's, it's chess. It's a deep game. People don't see what – and a lot of people aren't going to see. They, they don't want to pay attention or look or even do the research to understand. But, like, it's – shit get deep, bro. Like, it – I'm curious to know, like, what politicians – if I, I think if there's anything I can know, well, obviously it would be how to become a fucking billionaire. Aside from that, I would love to know what politicians are making these undercover deals with these other countries. Oh. That would, to me, would be 80 worth plus percent. I know they are probably more than. I that. would love to be a fly on the wall for half of these fucking deals Man, that go down. Because, because also you got to think about people. Like you can you can compromise people easily. Like especially so with the with, with, with money. technology with money and technology today, like even the rare negatives, like no, nah, I don't give a fuck about your money. They'd be like, well, we also have this, we have your internet, and <laughs> we we know all the porn that you've been watching, and we're gonna release it. And a lot of people for shit like that for shame purposes, or they'd be like, well, you're a politician, we have your son, your son's fucking wild. Like all the, it's so many ways to compromise people to where it's impossible to the blackmail game. It and and I get it in the end. There are some extreme cases probably where they're like, oh, you don't want to play ball? Either play ball or we're going to kill your whole family. I think that's how the American government, or I think that's how the Russian government, like they were saying the other day that Putin, every motherfucker that runs against him is either they're, chemically oh, fucking poisoned. or his, his, The last dude that ran against him, he poisoned him. Some, and then he, and he, then he poisoned he, a motherfucker's underwear. The dude, the dude didn't die. Did you hear so about he that put one? him in prison. No. They put some type of... Uh, agent in a motherfucker's underwear and it like went in his asshole and penis and all that bullshit and like ate him from the inside out i don't i don't the know. russians but that because i want to i want to get into that one next so we can we can get it because we because obviously this is a huge dilemma about in front what's of going our eyes. in the ukraine so first, what, do you, what do you think about it First of all, I want to say that the Ukrainians are some G's, and I love the fact that they are over there fighting with their fucking full force. I seen on Twitter, it was an 80-year-old man that showed up with a suitcase with some two pair of underwear, two pair of pants, and a t-shirt talking about he was ready to fight. To me, that shows the integrity of this fucking country. I love the fact that this country sticks together. They The, the mayor of Kviv was fucking on a minigun in a picture. Our politicians are pure pussy. Their Facts. politicians, Facts. their their president, I don't know how to pronounce his name, the American government sent him a an email or whatever the fuck and said, look, we're willing to send Secret Service in there to pull you out and get you out safely. He said, I don't need a ride out. I need more ammunition. Mm-hmm. That's real nigga shit. Mm-hmm. He fuck with his country and his people. That's what I tweeted the other day when people, I kept saying people on TikTok and all these other places talking about some sending positive vibrations to, to Ukraine. That's like, not going to help. niggas need guns, bro. They, and they, they will guns. take them. I It's sad because Ukraine, all they want is to be free. Sovereign. They just want to be able to make their own decisions, and you've got this tyrant of a fucking leader 
who says, fuck that, I want to rule you. The country that's north of them, I forget the name of it, he rules them supposedly. Like, they're a fucking puppet under him. Like, he, that's what he wants with Ukraine, to say, okay, you're neutral, you're not going to join NATO, we don't run you, but we do run you. Yeah. And the dude running Ukraine told him to kiss his ass. Something else that's interesting is Texas is bigger than Ukraine, and I didn't know that until I was on the way over here. Mm-hmm. That's fucking interesting. How big our, our countries are compared to a lot of... I mean, how big our, our states state, are a compared state. to a lot of... America... And that's the biggest country in Europe, Ukraine is. So that lets you know... Russia is. No, well, Europe. Russia's considered Asia. Part of it. They Part say it. Ukraine is the biggest country in, okay, quote-unquote, Europe. I, I, see what I know there's a hard line there that's kind of. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess Kazakhstan. Half, half of Russia is in Europe and the other half of it's in. Did you hear that Kazakhstan, like, Russia helped them out recently with some riots and this and that, and they asked them to join forces, and they were like, nah, nigga, we could. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love looking well, at Russia international don't even, problems. Russia don't even need nobody to join them. Like, but they just want them to because they, they like. To, to, Hey, we just helped y'all out. Like, now y'all got to come help us. I'm interested to see how this whole thing works out. Like, I'm interested. I hope the Ukraine people beat the shit out. I know they can't win because obviously they Russia. They resist. I just hope that the resistance is so fucking strong. Strong that Russia really. I hope that it just it hurts their fucking military like crazy. Because cause there's, there's, for anybody that doesn't or has, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say doesn't understand war, but anybody that hasn't thought about war there's there's a few options for ukraine they can either surrender and give in which is less casualties for the convent less casualties for the conventional mind is more likely probably or they can go full-on fuck you and which they have which so far they have which is what that involves is when you say full-on fuck you to somebody like russia or the united states or china what they're ultimately forced to do is is a lot of bombing, a lot of bombing, destruction of they're killing they, the whole they country, they're killing kids, killing people. It's sad. Which, which that that I turns hate that. that that's going on in a bunch of other places in the world too: Yemen, Libya, Syria. The picture I sent you the other day. So yeah, <laughs> so but what what that looks like is the country is destroyed, but they don't want to destroy Ukraine. They don't want because they want Ukraine. They want Ukraine. So so then it, they don't cre- want to blow the that, whole shit up. That creates a different dynamic. The country is destroyed. You don't want to kill all the because what a lot of people don't know about Ukraine and Russia is there's a lot of blood ties between both places. All history because because they were the same. They were all part of the Soviet Union. So it's what Russia can do is they can either level the country and. Rebuild what it, it looks like, what it look, I, which what I wasn't expecting, what it looks like the Ukrainians are doing is they're gonna they're prepared for that and they're gonna do a whole a full on no we're not gonna surrender guerrilla warfare type of thing. What that does is that puts Russia in a weird place. They're like, okay, either we stop or we completely destroy Ob- this, obliterate this place that we want. That's why I, t- I try to explain this to war to Emily because she was like, well, couldn't they just nuke them? I'm like, yeah, technically they could blow the whole fucking country up, mm-hmm. but they want Ukraine for mm-hmm. a specific reason. They want to utilize them because a lot of their fucking gas pipelines run through Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Russia's whole objective is to, all, which they're already doing, is supplying Europe with natural gas. Mm-hmm. Germany's like 100% fucking 
dependent on Russia right now for natural for energy. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to play nice, if you don't want to do the shit that we're asking you to do, oh, guess we'll what? Cut you off. We'll either cut you off or we're going to increase your fucking bills like you've never seen before and make you poor as shit. Russia's not, they're they're also like this Chinese regime of like, we're trying to take the upper hand on motherfuckers. Like, we want to be able to cut you off and fuck your country economically. Which, let me not make anybody confused. The United States is doing the exact same they thing are. in the world. They so, are. They are. In just a in, less deliberate way. No, they're doing it they're in, a, in, a less, in a less seen way. They're still doing it. Let, let's not get that confused. I'm not, I'm not saying the United States don't do the same thing. Everything in life we is the about best leverage. I think I use the word leverage a lot in my life yeah. now. I think every country, human, society, it's all about leverage. How can I have something to hold over you to make you do what the fuck I want you to do? And if you don't, I can strip this away from you. That's anything. That's any relationship. If you don't agree with me, I got something against you that says you have to. Because if I can make you agree with some shit that I don't want you to, I'm still winning. Yeah, you don't like what I'm saying, but fuck it. I I don't want to have to drop this bomb on you over here or whatever the case, or leak these fucking documents. The cyber shit, though, is out of control. And people, bro, they were saying Russia had the potential to shut our whole grid down. Yeah, that's what we were talking about the other day, though, as far as Imagine that. That that would send us into the fucking... Now we're out here scavenging amongst ourselves. Yeah. I got a generator, so y'all don't come to my house. I got a gun. <laughs> That's all you need. Let me get your let me get your beans. I don't the survival tactics it's, in America. I think we, we need more unity. We do. Sadly. We would have to sit here and talk about all this shit for five hours to, to get down to and really not even that that wouldn't even do justice to how complex no. it is. Like this this shit is complex. I suggest everybody stays educated. Aware That's why of aware and educated. Like the people like I stay seeing people talking about some I can't control none of the shit that's going on around me, so I don't even pay attention. It's like you ignorant and you don't know. Like I, I think people, stupid people, just say that. Like y'all don't, you don't want to try to it's inform e- yourself. Out of sight, out of mind. People look at that as a term of like you know, as, like you said, as safety or something. It's yeah, not safety. it's not safe to not be informed at all. I would love to understand. I do. I do sit here though and say I love the bravery of the Ukraine people because mm-hmm. there's you take a, some, an area smaller than Texas that's fighting a superpower and they literally are telling them to bring it the fuck on. Like they took over their uh, their airstrip for X amount of time, they fucking got that shit back. Mm-hmm. And they're saying there's like a fighter pilot over there that's been the ghost. Of the Khabib. ghost, like if it's real or fake, I don't know. If it is real, it's fucking lit. I think it is real. Mm-hmm. Any way it goes, I love the heart of these people to say this: we're willing to die for our fucking freedom and not be ruled by you, some bitches. Exactly. I love that, bro. I do too. Yeah. Like fuck y'all. <laughs> like eat a dick. Like like the people on that on that island that told them to go that told fuck. their warship to go fuck themselves. Go fuck it, and they got mowed down. But fuck it. But fuck y'all. They was probably gonna get mowed down anyway. Either way, they're they're like. Now, I, I, I respect that. The people that are like, so do I. We just like die. the old man who shows up ready to fight. That yeah. tells you the integrity of this country. Of these people, these the, people, yeah, love their country and they're willing to literally die. Yeah, they passed out ten thousand assault rifles, fully automatic. You see the meme That's why guns. that yeah, said, "Why do I sent you that? Didn't I send you or something? I seen I it on Twitter. It. Yeah, the, the why do assault rifles exist? And it was like, 
oh, hey, look. We're going to pass out our guns to our citizens, which is an important another gun topic, which is why nobody's ever going to invade the United States because we have guns. Not only that, but I was telling my dad, I said, I think the United States is so hard to invade because international waters. Yeah, the ocean itself does not allow people. We have have, uh, extremely strong military and we have armed citizens. Yes. So to come here and fight on our soil, you'd have to literally accept the fact you're about to lose half your military. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because trying to even fly to, in to get in to get so to, to get into our borders, you're gonna lose half. Like of the your movie people. Red Dawn is bullshit. Yeah. North Korea ain't ever gonna fly over here, and you see paratroopers flying out of fucking ever. planes. They don't That's have enough not people. going to happen. They're, they don't have enough people. They're, they're the movie's saying, cool. I get it. It won't fucking happen. Unless unless Russia and China combines their military and they just hit it and they just like they they just focus every and we don't have any other allies and they just focus all of their forces to come over here. That's the only possible. Canada way. has to fight with us. I said that too. Oh yeah, Canada and Mexico will both fight. With. South America probably too. A lot of places. Which kind of sucks and, because. And, but but see the problem with that is in, in Russia's point we have unless they took over all of europe first we have allies in europe and we have allies in the in the middle east that are like oh y'all gonna send all y'all people over there we're gonna attack y'all country i have a good question what's up um africa is known as the oldest country in the world correct no it's a continent that's what i meant i know i said that wrong what do you mean like they're known to be the most civilization like the human being was no. Known to be no, it's not Africa. Me, what, uh, Mesopotamia, you got Mesopotamia, like between Africa and India. Let's just say it's old, right? Okay. Why do they got? Why they ain't got no tight military? <laughs> this this is a long conversation because, <laughs> because I thought about this the other because, day. Though, so, I was like, so, it's so, kind of fucked up. But but you already know the answer to this. I do, but it's the, an interesting the, topic. The, the the creation of gunpowder and the mass production of gunpowder. So did they just like really fumble the bag? Like they could have came up with that a long time ago, and they was like, "Fuck it, these spears work. We're fine." Um, Innovation is my whole point here. It, Are is Africa really not good at innovation? No, because okay, they're not. You would no, 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 because you gotta look at it like this. I ain't seen shit made you, you from say, Africa. You say you say Africa, but Africa, you have to realize how big Africa is, how many separate countries there are in Africa. I get that. You can't. You can't. You can't Combine them all into one place. So you got there are very pronounced. So 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 then you have to get into the conversation of trade routes. You have to get into the conversation of the Silk Road and places where China was trading their gunpowder. Africa is hard to to traverse. Africa. So you think about where where Asia connects to Africa up near Egypt. You to traverse to the rest of Africa through a specific land route. You had to cross the Sahara, and it sucks. And it's it's damn near impossible. So you're Why, saying, te- geog- based on geography, geography has geog- fucked so, them. So geography and trade route wise, why would you why would you go through? So number one, you have to cross the you got to cross the Nile to get to a lot of places. You got to cross the Sahara and you got to cross all of these jungles. Logistically, if you're a merchant on the Silk Route from China or or Asia Minor, what it was called back then. Why would you <clears throat> traverse that instead of going through normal land routes and less less difficult places in the say you, you go through Turkey, the common today what is Turkey, you go through Iran, Iraq, which was previously Persia, or you even if you have both you which they have 
seafaring equipment, you go across the Mediterranean into Europe. So that, that's just an easier trade route. So all the opportunities that were presented to anybody south of what was considered Kush and, and Niger in Africa, which is like like the northern part of Africa, why that it doesn't make sense to go any further, which most of Africa is southern. It doesn't make sense to go any further than where these empires, the Mali Empire and the Kush Empire were, and Kashmir and all these other places were. It doesn't make any sense. So that's what that, and that's why Egypt was so um, techn- technologically and economically advanced because they were Northern Africa and they were the right there. The the they were the entrance from Asia Minor into Africa. So, but then, so through time. You're creating all these trade routes to Europe, which they're getting stronger economically. And then they start creating, they start getting so wealthy to where they're like, we're going to build these ships and we're going to travel to Africa and through, through water and hit coastlines and make the traversal easier. And then when we get there, we're going to take all the resources. So, and that's what's happened. That, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's why. But I look at innovation as a huge word here. Why? Opportunity, opportunity, yes. But if you're the most resourceful land on the globe and you haven't utilized that correctly, you don't have the technology to because you didn't have. So technology access, is more you didn't have important. access to the trade that everybody else did. So it's more important than innovation. So you could be. You need technology for innovation. True. You well, need, you need the mind. You need the innovation. cotton gin. You need the printing press to mass produce. You need mass supply of gunpowder too. So they haven't figured out a way to wiggle their not, re- no no they they could have wealth they they could have but before they got the opportunity to it was other stripped. places cut them off at the legs because they already had all of this technology and economic wealth too. Does Africa have any type of military? Yeah, obviously countries. certain countries. They're different do. countries, yeah. yeah. But like established, they don't have an established military. No, because it's a, you got to think about how big Africa is. But Africa why? can fit all of the United States. Like Canada, four times. Europe, <laughs> and China in, inside. Like you got to. I don't think people look at maps, and this is <laughs> this is another interesting thing. Yeah. People create the maps that were created make Africa look smaller than it really is. It's but huge. The, a lot of a lot of our maps are inaccurate size wise because you look at Greenland, you look at Greenland and Iceland, and there and other parts in Europe, they enlarge these places to make them look bigger than they really are compared to the United States and South America and Africa, but accurate maps, you can, I think you can fit the United States, all of Europe, China, and parts of South America, Greenland, and Iceland, all inside of the continent of Africa. So it's not just like people say, Africa is also weird because people refer to it just as Africa. But the reality is, all of the different countries that occupy Africa are, it's ridiculous. Like, like I, I personally can't even name all the different countries in Africa. I can name a lot of them, but it's, so, it's such a vast landmass to where I think people kind of um, generalize the whole continent together when you can't really do that because there are all these different governments and countries that, that have uh, different opportunities and different say-sos and different ideas of how it should go. Like South Africa obviously has had a different history than somewhere like Morocco, which is 
bordering Spain with the Strait of Gibraltar. And anybody that knows Moroccans and the country of Morocco, it's a very wealthy nation because it's a good trade route. It's right by Spain. It connects Europe and Africa through a, a, a strait of water, and it's directly by the Mediterranean Sea to where they can they can occupy trade in southern Europe unlike anywhere else in Africa, which is, for anybody else that doesn't know, um, I'm drunk, so I'm about to completely forget this fucking name, and I can't believe I'm forgetting the name. But, oh, no, I don't. The Your last name. The Moors. Yeah. When they came into Italy. That's why, if you look at the complexions of certain people in Italy and Greece compared to other places close to, and even Spain, the, their, their darker skin tone, one, because it's a more, it's a Mediterranean environment, but two, because their geology is mixed with a lot of Northern African people because they're, they're interbred. The Moors came, that, that's another part of history. The Moors mm-hmm. came into Europe and taught the Europeans early on farming techniques and trading and merchant, mercantilism. So people from North Africa came into the southern end of the Mediterranean and Spain and taught all of these different industries before the Silk Route and before trade from China and India, the East India Company came to Europe. They, they, these Northern Africans came in and taught Europeans how to farm. They taught them the practice with livestock and all this other shit. So it, it's, it's a complex thing to ask why Africa, their economy is or why they don't have a lit military? It's, yeah, because they they've been since since all of these resources became available throughout the entire world, Africa has kind of been like cut off by its legs. Like it just makes impossible. you wonder why they don't conglomerate. You know, have a sit down between. They, they just can't. I mean, you like how you have the United States. If they were to unite as a whole and resource within each other, would that not? But Africa's so big that it's been parsed out through other different countries that have been... So Africa's really took the blunt of a lot of bullshit. uh, Most of it. (laughs) So you got to think, like, the northern part of Africa is heavily Mm -hmm. Arab-influenced. The western part of Africa is heavily influenced by uh, France, Portugal, Belgium, uh, the United Kingdom... Um, I already said Portugal. Uh, it's a bunch of different countries that have heavily influenced the whole western coastline of Africa, all the way down to South Africa. So, when you have all in all these countries, mind you, what people forget through a lot of that time where they were colonizing these places in Africa, were at war with each other. So, yeah, that that's, makes it that, even that's more part difficult. of why they don't conglomerate because it's like, and a lot of these places are still held or not, not technically held by these European countries, but culturally and mm-hmm. historically. There's a tie. There's a tie. What language do they speak in South Africa? I think it might be Portugal. Maybe. Yeah, no, they speak there there's a whole different language. They they have a um they have they a cool speak, accent, I know that. They speak I think South African has its own language. It's it's an African language there and then they speak um what's the white language? Uh fuck, I can't believe um we're gonna call it bebop. No, that's not. They don't do the clicking in South Africa. They, it's called. Uh, I want to say, 
It starts with an S. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, It'll come I'm, to forgetting, you. I'm forgetting all this. Anyway, but like, yeah, they, it, it's language barriers too. Like in certain parts of Africa, they speak, they speak French, Cameroon, Cameroon, Sierra Leone, certain parts of Africa that were ruled by Belgium and Portuguese. Makes you wonder if that's why a lot of Africans want to migrate to those countries because they're already sort of intertied with their culture. Or obviously, it's easier, it's easier to get there, to get there yeah. but they also understand their language. They Swahili. 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 I want to learn that because it sounds cool as fuck. Swahili. It sounds like you can get jiggy with that shit. I know Swahili. <laughs> I know a lot of people that know Swahili. Yeah, but that Africa, Af- it's, it's a lot of factors that go into that. There's a lot of history, man, that just blows my fucking mind. Like, even the history of Spain with South America. like Spain and Portugal. Most places in South America speak Portuguese. That's what I'm saying. The ties. It's just like, that came from that whole region. Japanese is a big is a big influence in in Brazil too, Japan. And where in Japan uh, or from Japan Brazil? No shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. The whole you know how Brazilians and a lot of South Americans, especially Brazilians, are known for mixed martial arts. That came from a a um, <clears throat> an influx of Japanese American immigrants coming in the early 1900s. I did kind of know the yeah. mixed martial arts ties. So yeah, and you, that, a lot of that's do. from Japan. Yeah, that's interesting because you, I do, I remember hearing about that. We, we are an hour and 38 minutes in, but I also want, I, I had an interesting, since we talking about this, I was thinking about, um, I was reading this book that was talking about DNA markers and like, so they can, they can track old ancient humans. So, so. Let's do this on Patreon because <laughs> I got I got a lot to talk about as far as that's cool. Yeah, this part. So we're gonna, we're gonna wrap up on here. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna wrap up on here because I'm about to go on a whole tangent of human history and a lot of other stuff to people. So if you're interested, please join the Patreon. If you heard me talk about, you've heard me talk about historically like religions and how religions tie and ancient humanity and that type of stuff interests you and you want to hear what else I got to talk about, please join our Patreon. The rest of this will be posted on there. Um, yeah, so I think we're going to get to the song of the week, and we appreciate y'all once again. I I know this audio sounds better than our previous audio, so we're we going to continue to get better. We appreciate y'all for staying with us. Thank y'all. For sure. We're sorry if we offended anybody by talking about ugly babies. But it's true. <laughs> I've been trying to debate on whether I want to talk, want to play some hood rat shit or some fire shit. You know what? I'm not. I, I was gonna play some hood rat shit, but I just seen something that I like way better. This is Blue Magic by Jay Z off American Gangster. He fire. ate this shit. This my shit. I love this song. <laughs> Rockefeller Records. The Imperial Skateboard P. Gray Hover. Y'all already know what it is. Come on. Yeah. So what if you flip a couple words? I could triple that in birds. Open your mind, you see the circus in the sky. I'm wrangling brothers, Barnum and Bailey with the pies. No matter how you slice it, I'm your motherfucking guy. 
Just like a b-boy with 360 waves Do the same with the pot Still come back beige Whether right or south par Whether pot or the jar Whip it around it Still comes back hard So easily do a WHIP My repetition with riches To bring the kilo business I got Rio, CO bitches For my niggas who slipped Became prisoners Treats taped to the visitors You already know what the business is Unnecessary commissary Boy, we lit this shit Niggas wanna bring the 80s back It's okay with me That's where they made me at Except I don't write in the war, I write my name in the history books, hustling in the hall. Nah, I don't spin on my head, I spend my work in the pot so I can spin my bread. And I'm getting it, I'm getting it. I ain't talking about it, I'm living it. I'm getting it, straight getting it. Get it, boy. Seven state of mind that I'm in In my prime, so for that time I'm Rakim If it wasn't for the crime that I was in But I wouldn't be the guy who rhymes it is that I'm in No pain, no profit P.I. repeat if you show me where the pot is Cherry M3s with the top back Red and green G's on my hat North Beast leathers, matching Gucci sweater Gucci sneaks on to keep my outfit together Whatever, hunted for the diamond chain Can't you tell that I came from the dope game? Blame Reagan for making me to a monster Blame Oliver North and I ran Contra I ran contraband that they sponsored Before this rhyming stuff, we was in concert And I'm getting it, I'm getting it I ain't talking about it, I'm living it I'm getting it, straight getting it Get, 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 You got it, fuck Bush Chef, guess what I cooked Baked a lot of bread and kept it off the books Rockstar, look, way before the bars My picture was getting took Feds, they like whack rappers Try as they may, they couldn't get me on the hook uh. DA wanna indict me Cause fish scales in my veins like a Pisces The Pyrex pot roll up my sleeve Turn one into two like a Siamese Twin when it end, I'ma stand as a man Never dying on my knees Last a dying breed So let the champagne pop I party for a while, now I'm back to the block And I'm getting it, I'm getting it I ain't talking about it, I'm living it I'm getting it, straight getting it Blue Magic. That's a brand name. Like Pepsi. That's a brand name. I stand behind it. I guarantee it. They know that, even if they don't know me any more than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. That was Blue Magic by Jay-Z. Hope to go. Beautiful. <laughs> that shit. That's one of my favorite songs. I love the Pharrell in that. Oh, yeah. Just... Pharrell. Um, bro, that beat is so fucking hard, bro. Cold. I know Pharrell did it, too. He oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So what's your song of the week, dog? My song of the week is Overtime by Big Sean. 
it's a single ain't on no album buddy just went crazy on this motherfucker and the lyrics to me is just astounding so hope y'all enjoy yeah wow wow i just been feeling like it's all clicking you know it's all working out, and I'm about to work out. Colossal, B.I.G. Look, the universe been throwing me all the signs except stop it. Niggas been plotting on me, but here's a plot twist: I can't throw fists no more unless it's profits. Lord, why you keep boxing me in? Cause I'm God's gift. I might set my mic back up in the closet though, just to give myself that same feeling from 04 when my hunger was more. Advice to you and yours: They say it's over for you. That's when you go overboard, okay? I didn't take a break, my nigga, I broke Broke my heart, broke my soul, don't cry for me though If you don't break nothing down, then it's no room to grow One mental block leads to another, shit is dominoes Mixtape shine, but I'm an album mode She give me praise, I love an angel face Ass so fast, she could work at TSA I went to school at Castle, Leah went to DSA a mile away Just letting you know the type of kings and queens my city make And I probably need a parade All the soldiers with me, this shit is like Green Beret So legendary, I'ma probably need a day Forgot I already got one, be damned if I'm not one You talking about the hottest in the city Most influential rapping as niggas and I'm the top one Me and M knocked down doors for y'all that was locked once I know they might never get me, I still put on for the city Like the lines fresh from pit me, I ain't been fucking, I been too busy I got two phones, they both business, I got fake ones trying to end me I got real ones go defend me like a fucking co-defendant I got down life on my pendant, I'm conditioned to do the distance And I just set up the pensions, family set like my intentions Been balancing, trying to keep my company With the girls who wanna keep me company You know the ones who claim they over me But would much rather be under me It's confident and been through too much just to be done with me And you know that shit gets stressful, right? Shit taxing, the same thing that got Wesley snipes And you know how I'm rocking, rocking Nevers Presley White You know how life reeling All highlights like we're sitting on top of museum ceilings No more resisting If you ain't on my frequency, you out of tune And I tuned in in the break, the unbreakable Escape the unescapable So you push your fucking limits, you don't even know what's capable Fuck that shit that you believe in, I believe in me Talking on they phones and PC like they off that PCP Bitch, I spit that easy E, face to face, smack DVD I don't got no time for hanging out and all that ETC Just cut the check, CTC God body my physique I can look inside your eyes and know exactly what you mean Fuck you mean Energy the first language that I speak No facade, I belong in the palace of Versailles With a queen by my side In this hot girl summer, I'm just trying to find a wife Visualizing from every island that's on Hawaii With my team on each side like <laughs> With the last laugh like Kawhi And you know that you that one when you beat all the other eyes I keep one for planet at home and the other one on swivel though Gotta keep them both cause this shit get way too pivotal All the work is analog, all the payment digital When tempers tend to flare up, I'm the one to be cool since preschool I know it's one that's been rocking with me dog since the prequel Just be cool, I know your favorite one dog. I'm about to drop the sequel Nigga this just a preview Done. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Got it! Got it! Yes! That is why I did it! I stutter five! Are you kidding me? That's right! Good market. Who do you think you are? I am! <laughs> the, oh, that's funny as hell. I was just watching that video. I just like, who do you today. think you are? I am. I am. All right, man. We appreciate y'all. We're about to head over to the Patreon. Finish talking about our topics. Thank y'all. Much love. We out. We out.